0: y'all selves, hashtag blessed, because you've just stumbled across the Gay Agenda YYC, a podcast that spills the tea on all things LGBT and Q in the Calgary area. So join me at the Gay Agenda YYC and the squad, hashtag trademark, as we solve all your first world gay probs, one hashtag at a time. Okay, y'all, and welcome to another fabulous edition of the Gay Agenda YYC. Once again, I'm at Gay Yoda, YYC, and you're pretty much needing to take some crazy pills today, because... We are talking all about mental health. January can be Mental Health Awareness Month because I think we need a Mental Health Awareness Month all the time. And uh, let's see, we're dropping this podcast on Wednesday. That means Monday was Blue Monday. Monday is Blue Monday, so it is the saddest day of the year. So hopefully you made it through. If you did, thank you for staying with us. Also with me today, unfortunately, as always, is my husband. Can't get rid of him. Even though I tried to push him down a hill, and he bounced right back.
1: You tried to baby Jamie, like, three times this weekend. Uh,
0: it has been so much fun. I've been chasing him around the house with wire hangers, and he's just been scooting around all over on this little scooter. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good times. Uh, also with me is my good friend and crazy, uh, Emily. Hello! Yay! Okay, so... I don't think we've got any news or any updates or anything exciting. Eric is still broken, in case it was something in your life that you really needed to know. I care. Well, because you're a nice one. I I just, I've given up. Literally, I just, I can't even take it anymore. You should just take it, though. I want to take you to the morgue. (laughs) And just be like, can you put this one down? He's had enough. His time is expired. Is this where you wish there, that
1: sanitarium still existed so you could just put me in there for being broken?
0: Yes, or like the rule that was like the dinosaurs had that every, like once a, a dinosaur reached 72, you just throw him in a tar pit. That's not a rule. <laughs> <laughs> it is a real. It was on one of the episodes.
1: Baby, mm-hmm. the stuff you hear from Smallville is not fact. It is
0: not Smallville. <laughs> Uh, this was the show Dinosaurs, which you probably are all both too young to ever. No, leave. I watched it as a kid. Yeah,
2: I remember Dinosaurs. Yeah, the baby was so cute.
0: When they couldn't decide what to do with Grandma, and because they realized that they didn't have any old age, in they didn't have an old age problem in Dinosaurs because once you reach the good old age of seventy-two, they get thrown in the tar pit. Mm. That's yeah.
2: You know, like real dinosaurs don't talk, right? Yeah, and
0: I don't think real dinosaurs even ever lasted to 72. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Call me crazy. Wait, I am. Okay, so grab your Zoloft or grab your Welbutrin or. Percocet. Per- oh, no. yeah. Per- well, Percocet, sure, why not? Lithium, whatever. Zen Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um whatever you take for medication and follow us along while we're all discussing mental health we know there's an issue with mental health in the lgbtq2 plus community yeah you know, there's not an issue with mental health there's an issue with mental illness and that we don't talk about it. well but see i don't want to go with mental illness i would prefer saying mental health because illness implies that it's something wrong but Right? It's not something... It's just what you have to deal with. Like, it, it means your mind is not at 100% or there is something that's chemically imbalanced and it's just the same thing as anything Therefore, else. Or it's an illness. Not an illness. <laughs> when you say mental illness, you instantly think that it's like, I'm a serial killer. Well, you are. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but causation does not define reality. What's the... You, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the... Uh, Correlation does not define causation. There we go. Just because I am a serial killer does not mean I have mental illness. (laughs) Just as a journey with my mental health battle, I finally got... um, I finally found out that I had depression like three years ago and it was the most amazing thing that ever happened in my life because i finally realized that oh my god there actually is a reason i'm not just really like sad and i'm not like this all the time so once i finally got myself medicated it took a while to figure out which kind of medication to go on but mm-hmm. after that it was like i found the right stuff good to go it really improved my mood i will say our family doctor was really good with walking
1: you through that journey yeah he didn't just stick you on pill and say okay deal with it yeah it was try this see me in two weeks Oh, that doesn't work? Okay, try this. Yeah. Oh, you're almost there? Let's modify your dosage. Yeah. Okay, you're good? Okay, let's check in every three months.
0: Well, and that's actually... And that's what happened was um, we kept on modifying the dosage until I found the right one, and yeah. that's what I've stuck with ever since. Yeah. So I tried to figure out that, hey, I don't really need this anymore because I think I'm okay, and then I go off my meds, and I'm <laughs> fucking loopy, and it's like I am in freaking sane. So... Yeah, and then you kind of have to start all over because then you start my meds at the same dosage that I'm supposed to be at. I like, I don't know, I'm going to like a coma or some shit like that. (laughs) I don't want to put out there that medication is the um, be-all end-all of helping someone's mental health. Because I think I realized this year that I was also doing things that I am... I was hindering my own mental health, not by medication, not because of something I was doing with my body, but because of just, um, well, can we talk about your stress leave that you went on? Yeah. And that's, yeah, I actually had to take stress leave. I took a month off and then I eased back into my work and, but that month off, it was what I needed to, I was like literally going ballistic. I was like going crazy. Mm -hmm. I was having anxiety and panic attacks every single time I, I, I got near work. So I'm like, I just can't do it anymore. So I went and I took, so I, I did take four weeks as a, um, as a mental health leave mm-hmm. and kind of got my bearings again and figured out what I wanted to do. the doctor even had to tell you, like, he had
1: to even be like, "Don't no, Terry, you need to take it immediately. You're like, can you wait till like Friday so they can adjust the schedule? And he said, yeah, this is why we're doing it today. I know.
0: And that's exactly what, yeah. <laughs> that's, so that's exactly what happened is I was still thinking about, you know, I needed to help and everything, but yeah. Um, however, uh, the, I think the best thing that actually happened about that was I met my psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. So me and my were like totally buds right now. And I've actually continued going to her ever since. Which and, I'm
1: really proud of you for keeping that up. Yeah.
0: Um, I never thought therapy was actually, um, was, was a good thing for me. Cause I've had, I tried therapy when I was a kid and it just didn't work, but I think it was just under the wrong circumstances back then. Mm-hmm. And now I was ready to fix myself with myself well, and everyone thinks that
1: therapy is for like you, you only need therapy or should only do therapy when you go through something big and traumatic but like no it's literally it's like hey dr shrink i have like this minor thing at work that keeps bugging me and i mm-hmm. don't know how to deal with it so how do i deal with it yeah and then dr shrink says okay let's talk this through yeah, or whatever
0: Doctor Shrink's pattern is. Yeah, or well, is. but like with me, it was it was a huge like traumatic thing because I got I, I went to her and I'm like, oh my god, how crazy. What do I do? Uh, so we had to kind of like like pull it apart in bits and pieces and figure out what's my issue, where is it all coming from, uh, why am I feeling the way I'm feeling, and whatever, whatever. So it was a lot of stuff to actually pull apart and work through. And now I continue going to her because we've kind of fixed a lot of the stuff that was going on back then. And now we're working on other stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, I just... Every time I go in, we kind of focus on a different aspect of everything. And we just try to work on that. And it's actually really good. Like I'm working on things that I never thought I could work on because I've already really... F- I don't want to say fixed, but really <clears throat> mended and I know of and aware of the foundation that everything else needs to be built on. Mm-hmm. So I'm not always, I don't know, awash in, like, bliss, like, the abyss of nothingness <laughs> all the time, which is how I felt a lot of it. But Sounds
2: like the lyrics to, like, an Evo song. Right? I know.
0: <laughs> it probably is yeah. a Nine Inch Nails song, and congratulations <laughs> for finally getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Uh, it's just uh, maybe that's also why I really connect with emos and like all the angry white boy music just because I'm really You're I'm, an angry white boy. I'm an angry white
1: boy I am one with it <clears throat> I will say angry white boy music is not something you should be waking up to in the mornings but,
0: <laughs> I know it scares the shit out of you really does. when like Nine Inch Nails or like Ramstein. <laughs> is my wake up and but i am like singing along to like do host as i'm like still in the bed it's the greatest thing ever and it's worse when because mm-hmm. your alarms especially
1: lately because you've been driving you to work yeah your alarms go off before mine does because you need like an hour to wake up uh, yeah he's like 20 alarms just to wake up mm-hmm. so like six thirty in the morning
0: perfection doesn't just happen it is a six slow six thirty in the morning
1: Rammstein goes off, mm-hmm. and I fucking fall out of bed. You're so
0: mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sleep in a different room. He can sleep in his <laughs> in the spare room? Fuck that. I am the... Queen. Thank you. I didn't want to say it. But I'm the apex of this household. I get the comfy bed. I don't know. This
1: household only runs because of me. Yeah,
0: whatever. Uh, what about you, Emma? Because I know we actually... Um, we know each other because we've worked together before and we kind of bonded on our craziness uh, well I don't even want to say craziness but I think it was mutual hatred of everything and everyone (laughs) everyone at the job we were at until we realized oh my god maybe we're just really terrible people and then we were actually able to cope with a lot of the stuff that was there Um, but yeah so, so how about you what is your mental health situation Um, it's actually really, really good. I I actually I I was about to say (laughs) from when I first met you four years ago, five, I I guess now. Angry and had a scowl. Yeah. You were (laughs) terrible. And even like up to like two years ago you still had like anxiety and panic attacks every so often Mm -hmm. and had your really bad days. (laughs)
2: Everyone knows exactly.
0: (laughs) Everyone knew just stay away. But the last year that we worked together, you hardly had that. You were usually in a really good mood, and you were upbeat. You were focused, and you were able to keep on track. Now, was that actually... <clears throat> what did you do to take care yeah. of your mental health? What was it was it medication? Was it just...
2: Um, I did go back on medication yep. for a while. Okay. Um after you
0: left last year. Sorry. Because that was like, oh
2: my god. I'm going to give Terry a lot of credit right now, but that was like emotionally devastating for me. <laughs> like, I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> I was so fucking depressed. And I remember when you told me you were leaving and we both cried and I know.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and
2: dramatic stuff.
0: But no, that was it. When I found it, I was getting transferred because um, our manager pulled me into the office and he gives me a look and I'm like... I'm being transferred. And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "What the fuck am I going to, to tell Emily? What are we going to do?" He's like, "You better tell her right away." I'm like, "I know." So, and it wasn't so it wasn't even a secret that we were very codependent on each other. Um, so even our manager knew, but it was I think even he saw what the relationship that we had did for you and i think that was a that was a positive thing like you'd come into the office scream cry swear throw things and i would calm you down and then we'd be like (laughs) and then we'd like i don't know it was just it was an easy kind of thing and i think that is one of those things that even like so we got medication and self-care there is like i think the third most important thing Is finding someone out there that you can trust and you can talk to.
2: I mean, I knew I could, like, text you and call you. God, yeah, you know me. I'm always around. It's not the same as, like, because you were there five days a week with me, and then all of a sudden you weren't. And I'm like, what the fuck do I do now? I
0: know.
2: Who the hell do I talk to? Because it's just not the same with anyone else. no one else says calm down you stupid bitch
0: (laughs) (laughs) or calls you says you're fucking stupid (laughs) I think I had to text you a few times saying that you're fucking stupid (laughs) just to like get you over this hump but but no but I I get it too
2: I was so angry and bitter towards like the manager who replaced you and I like adore her now Yeah, it only took me like 8
0: months but I I told you that that's exactly what was going to (laughs) happen you will hate her because she's not me and I knew it yeah and I felt bad for her going into that situation. And I think it was um, even a lot of the staff that was there, I, I, I got that a lot, that she's not me. And I'm like, yeah, I know that. But I think uh, when I left, I, I was in an okay situation, but I went, I, I transferred to a store that I was not really comfortable and I wasn't happy. And mm-hmm. I got very, I got very- <coughs> You did. Uh, probably because there was no one there that I could talk to anymore mm-hmm. like that and be myself. And uh, I felt very isolated and alone, and everything. And that's actually what started my whole yeah. spiral.
1: You, you were miserable.
0: Yeah, and I, I I can't even fault anyone. I think it was mo- it was mostly my internal mental issues that were like feeding and yeah. fueling this fire. But and I needed to find that out for myself. But it was still I just it was just really weird. Mm. I just I don't know we can really get caught in a cycle of mental disparity (laughs) Mm -hmm. probably
2: took maybe two or three months before i felt sort of okay Mm -hmm. but it just it still wasn't the same yeah so i went back on my meds for a little while and it helped yeah and then i kind of stopped them and then it was I've been doing pretty good. Like, my, ma- my last mental breakdown was Black Friday. Oh, well. well. no, the day after Black
0: Friday. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> like, I was fine on Black Friday. I was, like, helping people mm-hmm. and being all, like, sweet and nice, which is, like, <laughs> really yeah, weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, like, the next day I came in, and I was okay for, like, the first hour. And then I just kept, like, I ran to the bathroom, like, five times mm-hmm. just in tears. Yeah. Like just... I just... I sat there, and I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. And then, like, my supervisor was like, oh, just talk to, like, Mm -hmm. see if you can leave. And I'm like, no, but we have to head office, but I just can't do it. I don't want (laughs) to deal with all that
0: again. Because he's going to, like, follow the rules.
2: So then, like, an hour and a half later passed, and Lou was finally in his office. But then, like, our other supervisor came in, and she was in there. And my supervisor was like, oh, I'm just going to pretend that I need her in, like, receiving or whatever. So then I finally got in there with Lou was alone. And I'm like, Hi. And he looked at me and I just started crying. <laughs> My really like ugly Kim Kardashian crying. He's like, "Oh no, what's wrong?" <laughs> of course, he hands me the box of tissues. Yeah, oh yeah, he's so helpful like that. And I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me.
0: <laughs> Which is funny because it's totally not the first time that he's that's happened to him. Because I've done that to him. Uh, there was one day when I just uh, I totally like snapped and lost it, and I have no idea why. And then because I started crying on the sales floor and then I had to go to the back. I, like, closed the door and he's, like, just poking up. He's like, what? And then I just, like, hold up a finger and I'm like, just, just stop. It's gonna happen. It just, he's like, okay. And I just burst into tears and they, like, just kept on coming for, like, two minutes. And then I, <laughs> and he did the same thing. Handed me the box of tissues without saying a word. And I was like, oh, God, you're such an ass. But, yes, it helped. And I'm like, I'm just going to go, I'm going to take my, I need to, I'm going to go home, refresh, and then I will come back. He's like, "Do what you need to do," and I'm like, "Okay, yeah." I didn't know what happened either. It just kind of hit me, and it was yeah, like.
2: Yeah, I kind of wanted to just like sit in the office and cry, but I was like, I just I want to go home. So mm-hmm. I stopped at Safeway to get on Starbucks. Cause of I always course. Make me feel a little better. Yeah. Then I got home and I cried a bit more, until I just couldn't cry anymore, and I mm-hmm. just sat around like all sad and shit. And then <laughs> the next day it was okay. Yeah. So just that I don't know maybe I was just tired
0: because November is like crazy for retail. It is, yeah, it is. It's so stressful, which
2: and December too.
0: Yeah, but it just starts ramping up and you just maybe you're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, okay, I think right now we're going to take a quick break while we've just totally said we're weepy bastards and bitches. <laughs> um, so hopefully you all get some tissues. Hop on your grinder. Save yourself some sadness tonight and meet someone special. Okay, we'll be right back. Oh, and we are back... Yo! Oh my god, okay, Emily totally stole my phone and started snapping pics of her coos to every boy Did you that say is Coos. That <laughs> sounds gross! That sounds like a disease! That's what it feels like. Shut up. I'm just saying. Anywho, so now all the boys around me have totally ignored me because they've got like that image of a face hugger from Alien stuck in their brain. Excuse you,
2: it's dainty and beautiful. It is not a precious flower! <laughs>
0: Don't try to (laughs) feed that to me or my listeners. Okay. Um, So we've talked, Emily, have I talked, Emily and I? Emily and I. Have (laughs) talked about our mental health issues. Eric, uh, what say you? Do you experience, what what do you feel about mental health? Like, where are you at? How are you? Oh, I straight up have my own issues. Yeah, I know (laughs) you do, but I wasn't going to point them out. (laughs) You can no. say Terry
2: causes all of that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he,
0: he doesn't. Surprise,
1: <laughs> Surprisingly. Surprisingly. <laughs> In fact, there's a lot of times when he ends up anchoring me. Um,
0: Yeah.
2: So you can be sweet. I know. Oh my God, your listeners are going to be so shocked.
0: I know. <laughs> Y'all need to shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> <laughs> you are ruining my reputation. <laughs> fuck. Um, I do know when I
1: was younger, I was diagnosed with PTSD. And there are times when... That flares up and there are things that will trigger that um, it's been a while since I've had anything that's really severely triggered it usually it's nightmares or flashbacks um, that I, I, I experience it's not now when I say I have PTSD it's not like Owen from Grey's Anatomy where he's strangling Christina because the stealing fan reminds me of a helicopter no
0: <laughs> yeah he was not in like Afghanistan or an extra on China Beach no. it was and, not this
1: so I do want to talk about PTSD for a second because PTSD doesn't mean you've gone off to war. Mm,
0: ex- yes, exactly. PTSD is
1: is it's named that because there's something. What does it
0: stand for?
1: Post-traumatic stress disorder. Thank you. Um, and it's it's where something has happened in your life that has traumatized you in some way, mm-hmm. and so it is kind of a demon you are just always facing. Yeah, I think the last time that it really flared up for me. That I remember it where it was really bad was in high school um and it was um we had, we were in we were reading it was in English we were reading a bunch of literature on the Holocaust and because I'm I'm, I'm an avid reader and I was traveling two hours a day to school I would read I would do all my reading homework on the bus yeah so I read like five pieces of of literature and you saw I think Schindler's list I think all within like a week and a half time span so my brain just didn't have enough time to like absorb and the information so it, it it i had nightmares and it was like it was nightmares where i was in a concentration camp but like people from my past were in it and and tormenting me it was it was awful and then i started sleepwalking. oh yeah not sleep. <laughs> yeah so it's been a few years since i've done that which is good um yeah and then i do have some depression um I'm not as healthy when dealing with it as my husband is.
0: Um, (laughs) Oh, God.
1: Well, no, no. Because, like, with my depression, because, like, there are times when... And this is not a shot against my husband. But where I sometimes ignore my own mental health because... I'm like, it's not as bad as yours is. Or I don't want to take away from the severity of yours.
0: You want So what you're saying is that you're not as crazy as I am. That's exactly what you're <laughs> yes. saying right now. So
1: like, when I have a bout of depression, and usually it's seasonal, because it's like, I haven't seen the sun in like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been 84 <laughs> <Yeah>. years. <laughs> um, it was really bad with my old job. Because I would start in the dark, I would leave in the dark. Um, this is before we got a hurrah. And so like, I would have like, a week or two weeks where I wouldn't see the sun. Yeah. And it did really affect me, but then I'm like, well, no, it's not that bad because it's, it's not as bad as my husband's going through. But I also need to learn that just because you're dealing with something big doesn't mean that my big isn't as big to me.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's, that's exactly it. Uh, when you say to you, because my bigs are always more important than yours. <laughs> but. <laughs> I
2: think like a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. Yes, I know I've yeah. been like, oh, it's, what I'm dealing with is so much
0: yeah. bad is so and so. yeah And I think that we need to uh, that's one of those things that we kinda need to get over and acknowledge within ourselves. Like again, this is my shrink, like totally worth the money. Like people just go go get a shrink. Like it's the first thing I'm gonna say. Um, you need to acknowledge that you are hurting and that you have that you have an issue and that you need to fix yourself. Like, you can't deal with anything else until you fix yourself. And it's also okay to ask for what you need. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've told Eric numerous times, get the fuck out. I want a divorce. He hasn't accepted it. and He, he hasn't said yes. But at least I've asked. It's because I keep telling you that there's no money. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and and you'll like, end um, up paying me then I'll Like, such a way. So yeah. literally, yeah, it's like sticking with a really bad phone contract. Like, literally, I don't want to pay out. So I'm just <laughs> going to keep the shitty-ass phone. That's pretty much what my marriage is right now.
2: This is about as like romantic. As <laughs> yeah. <her head.
0: laughs> he is a lucky man, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you forget it. Um, but yeah, I think, and that's really, I think everyone needs to acknowledge it, and I think even Eric has seen it that sometimes when he puts himself in like a position where. He accepts that what he is going through is important and can be just as important as what I'm going through. Like, I I know when you're getting to those moods because I wait for it because we are exact opposite in how we deal with stuff. I internalize. (laughs) So, Eric knows there's something wrong because I stay silent and I don't say anything.
1: I fucking hate it.
0: Yeah. I know something's wrong with Eric because he's all excited. And like, just waits and stares and like wants me to ask what's wrong. So I'll just be like, hey, what's wrong? And then opens the floodgates. <laughs> so I, he just, blah, 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 whereas I will not say anything. And that's just how I, again, that's just how I deal with things. Um, but I've also learned that from um, my psychiatrist that I need to be able to open up and express my feelings and everything else. So I know that I know it's what I'm doing. I'm working on it. So that's, and that's a major step for me at least, because that's what I've been doing for the past, like 40 years was bottling everything up inside and just pretending like everything was fine. And Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's kind of what happened It's just everything exploded. So Yeah. yeah. Now I think we've kind of touched on some of them, but what are, some of the mental health issues that we know of and we've heard of so we've emily you've had anxiety right anxiety and depression um eric horribly
2: low self-esteem that's totally a mental health i think it is and
0: i and i I think it really just but that stems from so many things though it's like self-esteem and i want to say especially for girls That starts way like when you're very very young because you're supposed to look and act and be a certain way, and unfortunately I think we're realizing that it's also kind of the same for boys, um, because they are
2: because guys you know you have to be manly and rugged and you can't show any emotion yeah be like a lumberjack
0: and that's really and that is what affects I will say men in general but specifically men of the like the GSD community yeah because. We often don't act like that at all. No. Like, <clears throat> uh, we are we are taught to be you know be manly like our GI Joes like war and like all like sports yeah like all that stuff. But if you're in the GSD community, there's chances that you are swaying towards more of the feminine lifestyle already, and that you, then you don't fit in, and so it's. It's very similar to what girls go through, I think. Mm -hmm. It's just not as outward because Mm -hmm. girls. Oh, girls are terrible to each other. We are. We're awful. Yes, you are.
2: Girls is
0: a documentary. It's exactly. It is the (laughs) truth. And I feel terrible for children growing up nowadays because it's. It happens at lightning speed. Mm-hmm. At least way back, way back in my day, it would be like it would only happen at school, and it'd be nasty girls on the playground and whatever, whatever. And now it's twenty four seven social media, yeah. Like, and it scares me that like twelve to fifteen year old girls are taking a social media break. Yes. Because they can't take it anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either the just all the images and everything that bombards them or the actual hate Abuse. and trolling. yeah
1: like it's and it gets bad yeah yeah
0: like I'm just oh god I'm so glad I'm an adult well and, and self like having low self esteem
1: yeah it can come from like society influences mm-hmm. but like and I can say it like god cause I have I'm getting my self esteem back now in my mm-hmm. new job yeah um but I have 11 years where I was abused so hard and like I felt like I felt like a worthless piece of shit yeah because i had no self-esteem yeah and 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 so then you
0: feel like you allow it to happen
1: yeah yeah and so now coming into a new work space where um i am valued and like what i have to say actually matters and um i have a manager that actually acknowledges my existence which is a huge thing Mm -hmm. like like it's now i 'm like, "Oh my God, I actually am a human being,
0: <laughs> yeah well, and I think that's and shit. Just people
1: see me as a human being, like. and I
0: think that 's really what you need like and for like for your self esteem there 's always going to be internal and external issues that are mm-hmm. both hitting you at the same time right so and it's really it 's all these external issues that are are those things that you can 't control, but you control the perception of what you actually see, <laughs> right, and then that 's what turns internally like, so we 'll take um, like the dove love all bodies campaign right so they're trying to say you know every woman's body is beautiful yes that's good and that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to change the external idea and image of beauty so girls feel more comfortable with their bodies and i think that's it's kind of what you look on social media and everyone talks about it it's like everyone needs to look like a kardashian or everyone needs to look like a male swimsuit model yeah, like, and that's the like that's the two kind of things that we have. Yeah, but then you, and then you have people like Ashley Graham, she's amazing. Yeah, she is a plus size model, but she still has a very defined figure. Yeah, she's gorgeous, right? And like she's absolutely gorgeous. And then that and that's like realistically, I'm sure that if you pull a whole bunch of men like we have, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> um but you'd say, like they'd say that I think they. Like literally Ashley Graham I think is a lot more sexy than all other the runway models that are out for sure, there. For
1: sure. But she's also still like I don't consider her plus size. I still consider her pretty skinny.
0: Yeah, I I consider her like a regular person size. Exactly. And then you but then you
1: have like um like women out there like Lizzo and Nicole Byer mm-hmm. that like their Instagram feeds are full of like underwear and uh, bikini shots yeah and lingerie and they're just like they're not giving a fuck and like they
0: look absolutely amazing and they are full-figured people yeah and you see that and uh so the women started it and now i think it's actually the men that are kind of following suit and then you'll see like the, the bear community has really like risen yeah, well, up and uh, done well, that two stuff. years
1: ago it was hashtag dad because yeah. everyone was like get a chunkier guy yeah. it's like well we've always been here yeah
0: but again dad there is like there's dad bod and then there's like bear bod yeah it's very different but you get all these like really self like self-confident bears and i'm like no offense there's no way that when i was that young like you your size that i would ever post a pic with my shirt yeah. off i literally have never gone to the beach without a shirt on yeah. because of the way i feel well, and, and there's only one they do not
1: call him plus size they call him Barani.
0: Yeah, Zach Miko. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's literally the only plus-size male model on the the scene. And and, uh, they are starting to hire more, but again, it all has to start with something. So now that he's kind of picked up like game
1: steam. He just did a campaign for Dolce & Gabbana.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that's there. The only problem is do Dolce & Gabbana actually have sizes for plus-size men now? Like, do they only go up to a 32? Yeah. Like, that's going to be the actual issue.
2: like, if you look at clothing for plus size people like mm-hmm. for women. It's hideous. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Like potato sacks. yeah like, I know there's no to shape. Nice too. But like.
0: I think the problem and I know especially for guys cuz it it goes like small, medium, large, extra large, double X, 3X, 4X. It just gets bigger and really it just turns into like to a tent. Yeah. There is no <laughs> really way to Like it's like there's no way to shape it and there's no cuz they don't know where your extra body sh- sizes and shapes are yeah so i'm sure it's the same thing for women like you've got your numbers mm-hmm. and then it goes up to like a, tw- a 22 24 whatever and then after that it's like sweatpants season i don't know but it's like if you look nice. i know and it's yep. really tough and and i think that's something that we need to f- refocus and i think it's it is starting because we're finally letting you know fashion places realize that these aren't normal sized people that are trying to say hey can we buy your clothing yeah i'm not going to say that they like i m- maybe can't afford to lose a few pounds hey i'm fine with that but still even at my healthy ish way i'm like still a, like a large extra large mm-hmm. like and then even in an extra large i look frumpy and half the stuff that's yeah. out there but i don't know
2: People always like to equate being large with being unhealthy, but that's like so not the case. No, because you can be super thin and be unhealthy.
0: Oh god, yeah. Well, when I was super thin, I was starving myself. Yeah, and like, and that's why I was like not doing anything. I was, I want to say I was exhausted almost all the time because I had no energy because I was not eating a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, speaking of another mental health problem, would be uh, bulimia and anorexia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, eating disorders are intrinsically involved in mental health because yes. usually combined with self-esteem oddly enough and so social
2: media has a huge influence on that yeah and i don't think people realize like how photoshopped like these yeah influencers are. oh yeah and, and like the famous like the celebrities who promote like that stupid fit tea whatever yeah they still have trainers yeah and chefs, and they have their own private gyms
0: at home. Yeah, they don't do anything but work out for eight hours a day. Exactly. That's why they look so fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Normal I know. people
2: can't like we don't have that no, time. We, we all work nine to five jobs.
0: Exactly it. So it's just, and I think we need to get we need to be in the mindset to realize that. And the, but that's the problem. We get bombarded by all these images and everything every day that it just becomes normal, and then we think that what we are we never are going to m- match what is supposed to be going on out there yeah so and that's and that and that really that triggers everything yeah mm-hmm. like
1: yeah so there's a, a wonderful actress out there she's british um which you know me i love me British am
0: british you do love some brits
1: uh so her name is uh jamila Jamal, Jamil. you
0: might know her from the good place she is
1: yeah she's from the good place yeah um she runs an instagram account called uh at i underscore way mm-hmm. um where it focuses all about not only po- body positivity but like self esteem yeah in general and it's all genders all walks of life um from raising from a uh you know double zero to you know your planet yeah <laughs> um and it's 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 everybody and it's actually i've i followed it because uh, she was on Nicole Byer
0: actually. yeah she's on a podcast yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and it's it's awesome and she's not like she's thinner now
0: but she went through a lot of the stuff that we just, of, of we just talked about but she went through
1: yeah, a lot of what you just talked about yeah she went through her eating disorders and, mm-hmm. and even skin bleaching because she's darker than than some other yep. um, middle eastern women um, and usually so they want like the whiter looking
0: actors so they wanted this, so yeah. she felt that she had to fit yeah. in
1: and so, and so and every January she goes on this campaign um, well, she starts in like December, but it's, you know, the celebrities that sell you the the weight loss supplements or the smart teas or the whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, you ignore them because it's toxic. It's not healthy. Yeah. And she goes, she like, she slams those celebrities into the ground.
0: Yeah. Um, I want to remind people that uh, <laughs> magic tricks for weight loss and everything have been around for years. Yeah. Literally like a century at least. Um, there's an old photo from, an old ad from a magazine or like a billboard, um, for women's weight loss way back in the day from like the early 1900s where they actually had eggs for tapeworms mm-hmm. in, yes. in a pill. Ew. So you take it, but it help it it totally helps you lose weight because the tapeworms absorb all of the stuff <laughs> that you eat. But, but you get weak. But you get tapeworms. Yes.
2: <laughs> and then you die.
0: Exactly. Like, and the only way to get rid of tapeworms is to take, like, a super heavy-duty antibiotic or an antimicrobial, whatever, whatever, and then you have to shit them all out. And, like, literally, tapeworms could get up to, like, six meters long oh, yeah. in your stomach. So you can have, like, a little tail of a tapeworm dangling out your booty hole all the time. <laughs> like, literally. But people used to think this was an okay thing. Like, this was an okay option to weight loss and actually doing Mm -hmm. the work. And I think that's what people always forget. You need to do the work. Mm Okay. Um, With that, we're going to take another quick break because um, all this, like, weight loss has made me feel really sad, so I need some cake. (laughs) I think we all do. So we're going to take a cake break, and we will be right back. Okay, now that I really don't actually feel better because I just ate half a cake, but I'm spiraling into another bout of depression.
1: Okay, I'll skip the dishes and DQ for you.
0: Oh, thank God. Okay, FYI, skip the dishes is like... I don't know, toxic. It's like... <laughs> it's getting so bad. It's getting so bad because Eric is broken and so all we've been doing is skip the dishes. I literally think... Because we've spent... I, can't, I can't cook. I can't stand long enough to cook right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. So I think we've spent like three months rent on skip the dishes <laughs> uh, in the past two months. Terry cook? Because Terry is at work. Terry is going and, you know... Eric
2: is not your Bringing 19, home the bacon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think pretty much all he does is stay at home and eat bonbons. Literally... That's what he okay. does. I go to work. I take care of the house. I take care of the children and I cook you dinner. Mm, not All
2: right now. Right what do? You what does Terry do?
0: Um, Laundry. Yeah. I grace him with my presence. Wow. <laughs> and remember, I am his rock. Anchor is actually what you said. Yeah. So, I perform a very important function. <laughs> okay. Alright. So, uh, what I, I think what we want to do right now is kind of just uh, break some stuff down. So, in, if you think that you or someone you know might be suffering some from some form of mental health issue, what are some of the symptoms, signs that we know about? Okay, well, so let's go through the types of disorders. Yep.
1: Uh, so we we already we've already gone over mood disorders. So yep. such as depression, bipolar, narcissism. Uh, there he has
0: that again. Narcissism <laughs> is not
1: a disorder. It, okay, it is. Uh, then we have anxiety disorders, mm-hmm. uh, uh, personality disorders. So this would be OCD, multiple personality disorder, or the
0: fact that Eric has no personality. Or the fact that you have no personality. Derek. Wow! Ouch! Rubber glue. Fuck.
1: <laughs> uh, psychotic disorders such as schizophrenia.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Uh, eating disorders, which we've talked about. Uh, trauma-related disorders, such as PTSD, mm-hmm. yep. uh, and then substance abuse disorders.
0: And I think that's what some people do forget, that substance abuse disorders are an actual form of mental illness. Yes. Um, a lot of people don't buy the whole thing that alcoholism is a disease. It It is. It is. It's like once you get into that kind of cycle, it's the same thing as... Everything else, it's the same thing. It's like depression. It's like anxiety. You've got certain triggers. Mm-hmm. That's the way you handle it, and that's what it. Like that's what you get. So I think what we would want to say is that if if you see someone that is starting to um, get withdrawn, um, you know, hangs out, and I want to say, stays stays at home a lot of the time, doesn't want to do anything with their friends has mood swings either up down stuff like that um those are all signs of kind of depression and or anxiety yeah. starting to set in so uh, when i looked up symptoms for this yeah some of these symptoms are kind of bullshit
1: so because so they're, they're symptoms that include feeling sad or down
0: mm-hmm. which
1: so first of all that first one bullshit i because think Go. No, because we all have days where we feel sad or down. Yes. That doesn't mean we suffer from depression. No. It could just mean we're having an off day. We all have off days.
0: And that, that is one thing that I have learned, that I can have an off day. That does not mean I've had a bad life. Yes. So, but it, I think they've got feeling bad or down there because it's a sustained feeling. Right. Like that. But
1: they, they then they go from... Um, They have a confused thinking or reduced ability to concentrate. Yep. Um, Excessive fears or worries or extreme feelings of guilt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Extreme mood changes of highs and lows, so where you get really manic and then you are uh, confined to the bed. Yeah. Actually, Modern Love uh, on Amazon. Amazing, yes. The episode with Anne Hathaway, if that's the only episode you watch, it's a fantastic episode. Yep. Because it literally deals with... Bipolar. Bipolar, I and mean, it's an extreme form of bipolar where she's one moment she's she's high on life and she's bouncing around, and then she is... and singing and
0: dancing yeah. in the
1: grocery department, yeah. and then the next moment she literally is so overcome with this with her depression that she can't physically move,
0: and she can't she doesn't get yeah. get out of bed for three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like it was amazingly, yeah,
0: well done, so good.
1: Um, Withdrawal from friends and activities. And that could also be a sign of someone who is um, dealing with substance abuse. Yep. Um, Significant tiredness, low energy, or problems sleeping, which you had all three of us. I have.
0: And I still have problems sleeping, but whatever.
1: Um, Detachment from reality, delusions, paranoia, or hallucinations.
0: (laughs) That is my life. (laughs) I am always detached from reality. (laughs) Uh,
1: and i love it (laughs) inability inability to cope with daily problems or stress uh, trouble understanding and relating to situations and to people uh, problems with drug or alcohol use major changes in eating habits sex drive changes Mm -hmm. uh, excessive anger hostility or violence and suicidal thinking yeah so this is things that are these these are some of the symptoms but there may also be other symptoms
0: yeah and I don't want to make light of the last one that was a symptom there, the suicidal thinking. Um, trying to even think or make the decision to take your own life is is terrible. It's a terrible thing. Yeah, I, I feel for you, and I never want anyone to get to the point where you are feeling like that. Uh, I've been there, mm-hmm. and I think, Emily, we've talked about it, that yeah. you've been there too.
2: I still have those days sometimes. Yeah, where I'll be like walking to work and I'm like, "Fuck! I wish a truck would just fucking mow me down." Yeah, I and but want to deal with it. Yeah,
0: but I think there is, but there's a difference between you know doing it yourself and then uh, just wishing that it would just happen. And I think that's the big thing. Um, and I don't want to say I made the mistake of admitting to it to my doctor, but like when I I took the you know are you depressed questionnaire it was one of the questions like have i remember
2: that questionnaire
0: right it's like have you or ever you know have you ever committed or th- had thoughts of committing suicide and i'm like well yeah i did like at, when i was 16 that's literally over half my life ago but now that i so i said yes and i'm like it, it's one of the questions that always keeps coming up and it's so annoying i'm like you know what I haven't thought about it in so long. Stop
1: asking. But I also want to point out that just because you may have some sort of mental illness or suffering from having some mental health battle, does not mean you were suicidal. Agreed. Right? Mm -hmm. Suicidal is... Being suicidal is one of those things, and it's usually an extreme case. Yeah.
0: It's usually the... uh, it's the only end or option that someone sees. It's the yeah. only light at the end of the tunnel. They, they You're so d- deep and dark into the hole that that's the only escape that you can possibly see. And unfortunately, it usually happens when people are uninformed and they don't seek help. And they don't have the, the family structure or the friend structure. Mm-hmm. And they feel like at their utmost... Alone. Yes. yes.
1: Now, because we were talking about mental health and we were talking about suicide. Yeah. Um, the site that I'm on, the Mayo Clinic site, mm-hmm. um, says that if you have suicidal thoughts, some things they want you to do um, before you may hurt yourself is to uh, call 911 yep. or your local emergency number immediately. Call your mental health specialist if you have one. Call a suicide hotline number um, and we will provide that in uh, yep. the description of our podcast. Unless you know off the to stop your head.
0: How many times do you think I call it? (laughs) (laughs) But you have an affinity for remembering useless shit. Yeah, I know, but no. I've I've, I've actually never had to call it, so I do not know the number.
1: (laughs) Uh, Seek help from your primary caregiver. Reach out to a close friend or loved one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Contact a minister, spiritual leader, or someone else in your faith community. Should you be faithful. Yes.
0: And I think that's really what I kind of want to bring everything back around to is the fact that... So one of the most important things that you can actually have is a network of people that you know, love, care, and cherish you and Mm -hmm. want to make sure that you are here and at your utmost health and just want to be there for you. A lot of the times in the GSD community, that is not your family. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that is fine. Like... You might have the wonder mom that is okay with you being a drag queen when you're 11 years old.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I I love her for that. Thank you, mom. But a lot if you are you know in Snowboken, Texas, or whatever small town there is, is it Snowboken. Snowboken. <laughs> <laughs> it does not actually exist.
2: <clears throat>
0: um. So, do you not, Eric, are you Googling to see if snowboken? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. Oh, God. Just Google snowboken. <laughs> um, so, just, there's, yeah, there's going to be some parents that are okay with you and they're going to be, you know, loving and supporting and whatever. There's going to be some parents that are not. But that does not mean that they can't be over time. Like if you drop a bomb on them and all of a sudden you feel like your parents don't love you anymore, it's because they maybe it's because they don't understand and they don't know what's going on. It's new to them. They don't know it either. Just give them time. But in that time, go seek out help. Yeah. Like go. Oh, but there's there's so many resources for GSD people nowadays. It just it pains me to see that there is still kids as young as what was it seven years old last year or the year before who, i thought he was nine okay maybe he was nine who committed suicide yeah because he was getting picked on for being gay uh, it is like elementary school like there's no way that should ever have to happen but
2: all you need is just one friend yes
0: one and just that one that totally sparks it and it's and i think that's what does change a lot and what you'll find is that that one friend is able to you know kind of cascade, and once you lift it up a little bit, you find another friend, and then yep. you can kind of share it off. Don't make that one friend the be all end all yeah, like get a support network, yes, get a group right you can't do it on your by yourself. Yeah. everyone knows that Eric has forced me to get new friends this year. I think Eric we've been talking about <laughs> how that's one of my new year's <laughs> resolutions and to me, that's actually really, really difficult because even though you may not believe it, I am an introvert. Uh, I am too. Right?
2: It's really hard to make friends. It is exhausting. I don't know how
0: to do it. Yeah. Uh, and oddly enough, I talked to this... And again, my shrink. I, I think I need to call her like Mary or something fabulous. Yeah. That way... Okay, she's Sparkle. <clears throat> sparkle the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about this, that... It is not... You know, you're not... It's not black and white. You're not introvert or extrovert. It is a spectrum. Like, a lot of the things. You can be, you know, 90% introvert, but there's still 10 things that you can be an extrovert. Which I think is kind of what I am in life and on this podcast. Mm -hmm. So, in, like, IRL, I am a terrible introvert. Like, it takes me so much energy to actually, like get up and do things and want to be out with people but then if it's in the course of either me working or me being doing social media or stuff like that i am very extroverted and i'm able to talk to anyone yeah although you
1: you did really want well this christmas because we did christmas eve with my mom and my, my family this year yeah and you normally on christmas eve you you kind of shut down because yep. you're just you're just done yeah but you went and you were actually you were very social at christmas yeah and you were pretty
0: extroverted. Well, you were more extroverted this year than I think I've ever seen you. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, we <laughs> we used this Christmas as an example at the psychiatrist. <laughs> so I will give you a little tidbit. <laughs> I told her that that's exactly what happened. Is that um, usually most Christmases, I can't stand going to your families. Because uh, every single person in your family is an extrovert. Yes. We
1: are very much a family. Like, I think I am the introvert of our extrovert yes. family.
0: So, and then even she like made the Ooh, face <laughs> like she grimaced and she felt bad for me. She's, she's like, and how does that make you feel? I'm like, you know how it makes me feel. <laughs> like I've literally had to have it on for eight hours because I work in with the public. So I've already had to be an extrovert for eight hours. Then I have to go and do this. For more, and then she's like, you know what? I totally get it because you because she said even she is a little bit introverted, but it's a lot like you run out of energy. Mm-hmm. You, there is like the, literally you only have so much fuel in the tank, and she commended me for being able to do it, but she knew exactly how I was feeling by the end of it. Yes. When I looked at my husband and I said, "We are going." Yeah. Because when I finally get to that point, there is nothing left. And I I don't even say it to be like, okay, we're going because I know it's going to take him an hour to fucking leave. (laughs) I say it because I'm like, okay, I'm like... Pulling the parachute. Yeah. This is an emergency landing. Pushing
2: him out the door. Yes, I'm like
0: we need to go because I'm like literally just it's there's nothing. I'm gonna have a mental breakdown if we don't leave. And still, people are like coming at me and bar- like barraging me, and I'm like, oh my god, just stop. But yeah, and it, it that's you get to it, and people who are extroverted don't understand what that feels like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, same as I don't understand how anyone can just like. Uh, be so excited and happy and out there and go 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 all the time and like, like
2: make friends with a stranger at the bus stop oh yeah
1: yeah, yeah. lately like, like, oh like, like i've literally seen my mom do that we've walked into a store and in 30 seconds she's bffs yeah. with the people working there
0: oh yeah telling so them, them their entire life times. story oh yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. i'm like, totally <laughs>
2: extroverted at work like yep. a lot of my friends that i've made who don't even work there anymore mm-hmm. are because like of work cause yep. you're there all the time yep. but like outside of work like if i go on a date i'm like all shy and awkward and oh yeah weird. it's terrible and yeah. then i go into work and i'm like hey y'all guess how much i masturbate this morning exactly Woo-hoo. i got
0: so much dick last night
2: <laughs> and then I, and mm. then like outside of work i'm like what's up <laughs> sorry even like when I'm... i met your brother ray at yeah. your um wedding reception mm. yeah like you just talked about serial killers <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So weird. Yeah, you guys are <laughs> both like, eating like cake. So, hey, how a Ted Bundy guy? <laughs> well,
1: so, I have what I call my people limit. Yeah. Where I'm the same way where once I hit that limit, get me the fuck
0: out. But see, the problem is you you know where your people limit is. Yes. You don't know that my people limit is a lot lower. No, no, but so, I, I've also, I
1: also know that because of the family i've been raised in yeah that when i've hit my people limit i I've, I've had to push myself further than that yeah because just because i've hit my people limit doesn't mean we're all ready to go and i need to learn that once i've hit my limit it's okay to be like fuck right off exactly
0: that's exactly <laughs> it uh, I, I, that you need to start acknowledging it to yourself yeah. that you do not have to do all these things for these people yes. all the time you do you and that, because again, that just brings it back to you not realizing that you're not taking your feelings and your wants and yeah. your needs and everything Wait. into perspective and you're not making them the most important thing. So
1: because I've been broken for the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, and I'm so limited. Like it's actually pissed me off how limited I am what I can do. The, the, I've had to push myself so far out of my comfort zone to ask for help for pe- from people. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm even having issues at work. They're like, we can do that for you. I'm like, no, I got this. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like hobbling along. Yeah, he's like, like I don't got this. <laughs> right. yeah. But, like I, I have, I've, I've, so, I've had such a hard time, and like I've had my sister helping me, and and it's great. Um, and my brother helped me last weekend, but I'm also starting to get to the point where I'm feeling like I'm a burden on my family. You are. <laughs> I'm a burden on you.
0: Definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: But I feel like I'm a burden on my family, even though first of all, it's only been two weeks, and yeah. i try not to ask mm-hmm. that much, but like it's still like it's still been so hard for me and you've even had to be like shut up yeah like that sounds like terry like you're broken yeah except for fucking hell
0: but legitimate like but I, I say it for like the right reasons yeah, yeah. like that's the, that's the whole thing like you can't sugarcoat shit sometimes you just need to say shut up you're being stupid yeah you need someone in your life to tell you this
2: i miss you saying that to me like every I day i know yeah.
0: right <laughs> but i think and that's just it like you you need to find out what level it is sometimes some people will need people to feel all you know warm and fuzzy and comfy cozy because that's what they need to understand you also need to figure out what kind of it's a love language i guess is what it's going to be but it's a, a way of interacting that makes you understand things yeah. whereas me i am i am very blunt and honest I, Honest and, I, I want to say terse, and sometimes just over-the-top crass. Like, yeah. that's what it is. I, do, I don't want to... You're sh- not an
2: asshole.
0: I am an asshole. I'm a <laughs> mega bitch. I know. But the mega bitch in me, literally, it gets you to, like, I feel, like snap out of your sense of, like... <gasps> yeah. Because, like, what did he just say? And then, <laughs> like, take a pause and realize, okay, I am being stupid. But you don't... You also don't always you don't have a problem putting yourself first. Oh well now.
1: I never <laughs> used to. No, I know. But I still I have lots of issues putting myself first. Yeah. Even with you. Yeah. Like there'll be times where I'll be like, okay baby, I can do that. Even like or like even when we're doing something simple like making dinner. Yeah. Like what do you want for dinner? I don't know. I'm like, well I want blank. And well then like, say blank and oh, then no, I'll i will just say no. I, I know, but and so there's been a few times where I've been like, this is what we're having. You have this choice or this choice. Pick I'm one. like, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, it's not difficult. <laughs> Jesus. I don't even think we solved anyone's problems today. No. But, okay, so for the moral
1: story is put yourself
0: first. Yeah. <laughs> put yourself first. Put yourself first. Get a, a, a like a network of friends. Get a doctor that's going to give you medication if you need it. Um, and I, and I think that's also one of the things. There, yes, there's a stigma. There's going to be a huge stigma for oh, that to oh yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it. Oh yeah, but let's not forget. Sometimes it is. Uh, it all goes down to a chemical imbalance that's in your brain, and that's nothing you can help. What? You like medication does do wonders as mm-hmm. long as you get the right shit. So I just. And get, I don't want to push medication. No. I don't. I, I'm I mean, not. But I'm also not saying it's a last ditch effort either. Find a doctor that is willing to work with you and listen to you. Not just write a script.
1: Yeah. Because that's been, I think, one of the best things for us is we found a family doctor that yeah. truly does listen to us when we say, hey, yeah. this is what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I uh, literally, I, I go in uh, for like every three months because he only gives me enough pills for three months. Imagine that. Um, but like I get, I get my prep. And then I go in, I'm like, I name of Crazy Pills. He laughs and giggles every single time that I say Crazy Pills. Yeah. But I'm like, that's what they are. I'm not, again, I don't sugarcoat it. I'm like, can I have the medication that doesn't make me go insane? Like, no, it's yeah. not going to happen. And then I get something else from my stomach. Sleeping but, pills. And, and my sleeping pills. i got four medications all the time. But he, and he asks every time, so how is it How is it working? Is, is the dosage still good? Do we need to change it? Yeah. And he's good at that. Like yeah. You need to get a family doctor that is involved. Yeah. If the one you have right now you feel just doesn't care and doesn't want to help and that you are just a number or a cog in a machine, go get a new one. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And there's
2: some that... Two one 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 number i think yeah where Keep, you can call and say i need a family doctor and yeah. they will find you someone who's looking for new
0: patients uh and it is I, I do believe it's actually um co-sponsored slash whatever uh, as a part of the united way yeah yeah so um if you do support the united way in your community that's where some of your dollars are going to is two one one. so if you don't know what it is check it out it's actually really really good mm-hmm. um also look
1: into therapy um, yeah, if you can. Yeah, if you yeah. can. There, there, there is. So, um, I think you play pay a flat rate for your therapist, but there is um, sliding scale therapy yeah. that will work with you. So, if you only make minimum wage, well, then that therapist will
0: work for minimum wage for mm-hmm. you. Like, also check to, with your benefits at work. Yes, that's the big thing. That's see what you. Exactly. That's last how year. where I find mine too. Yeah. So it's like check to see what you can get. Like, if does your company actually pay for your therapy sessions if you actually are having uh, mental health issues or if you don't, even have a problem.
2: Don't get discouraged if the first one you pick you don't click with. Yes. Oh god, yes, yes. exactly. I've seen it's just like husbands lot. never
0: stick with the first one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, um if if like you're not comfortable with speaking to a cuz speak with a, a therapist face to face, there are so many apps right now that yes. are out there for therapy that have licensed therapists where yeah. you pay a chunk a
0: month mm-hmm. and you get a limited access to yeah, and all you got to do is text you don't yeah. even have to look at them like you can i think they do do phone calls you can do phone calls they do messaging you can text
1: them at any time like they it is the there is leaps and bounds that this
0: is going. Yeah. the only pro- I, the thing i see with that is yes it's going to cost a little bit more because it's technology and everything mm-hmm. like that and if you are paying a monthly fee but and I just feel, and I think we've we've discussed this on another podcast before, paying that like what like seven ninety five a month or, or whatever. It's just going to be like people like abusing the system okay. and being so like. Whatever. I did actually look into a couple. Oh, because you're crazy. Well,
1: yeah. Because, well, because like I I don't usually have time for a therapist appointment because I don't get weekdays off. I get weekends off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, Talkspace was the the big one that's kind of advertised and all like the big. Podcast, yeah, um, and for their like premium unlimited package, it was two hundred dollars a month. Um, okay, so but you do get a licensed therapist. They work to match you with a, a therapist that matches you. If you don't like your therapist, they'll help you change one. Like they, it is an actual like organization, <laughs> and yeah, two hundred dollars a month seems hefty, but for unlimited access to a therapist. If that is what you need, that might not be a bad thing.
0: I was actually just going to say, 200 bucks yeah, it seems hefty, but uh, depending on how much a therapy session could cost you, that could just like, some therapists could charge that an hour. Exactly. And that would be one day. Exactly. Like, that's, so that's one session. If you
1: access your, your therapist once a week, you're yeah. still paying 50 bucks a session, which is pretty reasonable. Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I just... God, you know me, I'm so fucking cheap. That $200, I'm like, oh, good God, no. I'll just deal with my problems. Yes. Everyone want, out there wants you to know that uh, mental health is you know, its an issue that we... It definitely is being more talked about, mm-hmm. and it is more recognized. And it's starting to become,
1: like, election issues. Like, how are we going to take care of people who are battling mental health? Like, mm-hmm. it was... It was actually a topic of debate in the last federal election. Yeah. Um, and there is, like, I'm hearing stuff from the states where it is something they are starting to talk about in the states. Yeah. And it's, like, this is a, a good thing. When they start talking about it and bring awareness to it, it's, it'll just help us in the end.
0: Yeah. The only issue that I can foresee is that, again, because there's such a stigma with the term mental health. Yeah. It's so uh, derivative. It just has that bad connotation to it. People say mental health and you automatically think... Oh God!" Jacket. Yeah, like they're crazy and whatever. But let's like... I want to say like 40 to 50% of people out there have to have some kind of mental health issues. Yes. And literally only like 10% of people ever realize or deal with it. Yeah. Well,
1: and, and just because we see extremes out there, like um, I know I have a member of my family who's got... Like, I have to, like, she's got, um, she's got an anxiety disorder where, like, it's hard for them to, like, sometimes it's hard for them just to be in a crowd and be out in public. And so, like, my anxiety seems small to that, but that's, we need to start looking at it. Like, if you have, if you have, even with just mild anxiety, you still have anxiety. And it's okay to have Mm -hmm. that and admit that and be like, I don't want to go to this this mall that's got 500,000 people crawling all over it because, like, I just... I just... I can't handle it.
0: But I think you need to realize you don't want... It... It, I think everyone who notices that it starts off small. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of builds and builds and builds. And then you just keep putting restrictions on yourself because you're using it as a crutch and a barrier and you're feeling safe and you kind of... All that stuff. And you just need to... You only notice it's a problem when it's an actual problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's that is the issue. Whereas if you if you know and you've got people in your lives and they can start seeing it and they can tell you, and if they can get involved, I think that would be that's the that's the key thing. Yeah. But and you also don't let those people get go down that
1: road. But if you're also being the supportive person, like don't fix the person. And that's something I've had to learn with you is yeah. that, you know, when you were having your, your downswings mm-hmm. where you would climb up for four days and not talk to me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what can I do? How can I fix it? You're like, shut up. Yeah. There's nothing you can do.
0: But again, that's just me. You need to know that maybe, maybe there is someone out there that can be fixed by doing the things, the exact same things you were doing. Oh, but you, you just don't,
1: don't go out there to fix them. Don't be like, how can I fix this? Because yeah. a lot of the people... Uh, at least a lot of people I've talked to have been like, that pisses me off. Because mm-hmm. you can't fix me.
2: Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, I know, like, I just want someone to listen. Yeah. And just to know that they're there.
0: Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's hard for people to actually say that and admit that. Be like, <laughs> I can go to Eric and I can just say, shut up and listen. <laughs> right? I, I I can do that. But I don't think, like, if it was you, me and you... Uh, Emily, uh, again, people can't see me in podcast world. <laughs>
1: Podcasting is an audio. <laughs> I know.
0: I will. I will understand this eventually. Um, uh, I, I don't know, but I, I think I would do. I would do the same thing. I'm like, okay, I just need to vent, and that's usually how I approach that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you usually, when people hear that, they know, okay, just shut up and listen, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's nothing. I don't want to say there's nothing worse than, but when I say I just want to vent, and then people interject with their opinions or solutions or whatever i don't want that no i just like i just want down. to say it and you i'll need someone to listen to understand that i am having an issue And that's it. I I don't want to be fixed. Yeah. I just want someone to acknowledge that there. I am going through this, and I think that is one of those things.
2: And I think, like, you have all these. Well, it's not like you're full of mental health issues. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I think that's why some people probably feel comfortable talking to you, Mm -hmm. and it makes you more understanding. Because I know, like, when if I'm texting someone and I feel like they're maybe having a shit day, then it's like, hey, do you want to be alone? Do you want to talk? And if it's, they're like, yeah, I just want my alone time, i yep.
0: like, cool. Yep. I'll be here. Like, exactly.
2: Message me later because I've done that with Emily before. Yeah. Where, like, she doesn't answer my, like, 15 messages. And I'm like, oh my God, did you die? Yeah. And then, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, six hours later, she's like, nah, I just didn't feel like it. And I'm yeah. like, oh okay, yeah, that's cool.
0: And I think you just need to respect it. You need to, but you need to know who you're talking to. And same thing, they also need to know who you are. And if you, once you get to a certain point in that kind of friendship, you. Both should know, but communication is is sometimes very difficult.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We don't want to admit that we are having a shit day, and that we don't want to talk to someone, or we just want to talk to someone. I, I don't some want you to speak.
2: Feel like they feel embarrassed by it. Yes. Or they be- feel like if you say I don't want to <clears throat> talk to you right now, that mm-hmm. you're going to get all pissed and be like, Well, fuck you then. Don't ever talk to me. Again. It happens to mm-hmm.
0: Eric all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he asks what's wrong. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. And then he presses the issue, which just gets me even more pissed off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but look at how sweet <clears throat> and adorable he oh, is. Oh,
0: fuck off. <laughs> Rabid bunnies are cute and adorable too. <laughs> no, okay, no.
1: in my defense, it's because um, when you were going through your down swings, you would come home and you would act like you were pissed off. And yeah. Because I know that the way you deal with any conflict in your life is being passive-aggressive? Yeah, yeah. Terry? No. What? <laughs> so I'd ask what's wrong, you'd say nothing, and then the way you would act toward me, yeah. you'd act like, I'm the, I'm the cause of whatever the fuck you're going through. We
0: probably were.
2: <laughs> There's so much love in this room. Right? <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> um, so, because you're triggering my own insecurities, <clears throat> yeah. I just need to be like, is it me?
0: Yeah. Is it me? And then what do I usually say? Well, I do No. Thing. You, you say no. But see? I, but again, you're also like...
1: Again, because you're passive aggressive about everything.
0: No. <laughs> you are taking what I'm saying and you're seeing it through the lens that you want it to see. And so you're understanding it in a totally different way that I am saying it. So, because you're at, again, all about communication. So you're asking, is it me? And I say no, and you still think it's you. So it's not my fault. Because you act <clears throat> cold and distant toward me. Because I'm pissed off at the world. <laughs> God. you so say, I'm pissed
1: off at the world.
0: Then you'll be like, but I'm part of the world. You're pissed off at me? I can <laughs> no, see bitch. it. I can see it go down okay anywho, we I want to remind everybody that it is bell let's talk day january 29th yeah. if i could fucking google properly. exactly he doesn't he thinks he can be my tech expert but he's like the worst you no know, i'm actually pretty good he's uh january 29th Jan- See, i was right to begin with for god's sakes why don't you ever trust me
2: why are you looking at the computer when they can't see you <laughs> i don't <know. laughs>
0: i know yeah exactly i'm just like looking at the camera and i'm like talking to the people anywho i'm living my best life on this podcast uh it's january 29th bell let's talk day so make sure that you are tweeting and texting and i I think there's a facebook filter and an instagram i think it's every time you use the hashtag bell let's talk yeah and, or even hashtag Let's Talk. No, do hashtag Bell Let's Talk.
1: Yeah, because they donate five cents to mental health awareness. Yeah.
0: I think they did almost, oh, it was like $10 million last week or something like that. They did a crazy amount. They broke records last year. So let's just break records again this year. Uh, let's understand that mental health affects everyone. And I know that we did not even, uh, much like the Titanic, we only hit the tip of the iceberg on this <laughs> fucker. But there is... Ooh, what do we got? Okay. So, uh, number
1: of interactions last <laughs> year <laughs> was 1013915275 Yep, Yep. Um, which
0: raised... Mm-mm. It was right up at the top. It was $100,000, wasn't it? Okay. My God, he's the worst. <laughs> and again, you're getting a play-by-play of absolutely no idea what he's doing. 1000000 $695,763 committed to mental health initiatives. Um, and that's all that's donated by that. That's what I said, $100 million. Oh my God. People, I'm doing it again. I'm, I'm staring at my computer screen, hoping that the people in the world understand the pain that I go through on a daily basis. Okay,
1: so to break it down, they did uh, 657 community fund grants. Yep. Fifteen point seven million of funding to children and youth, one point five, one point nine five million in funding toward Indigenous communities, mm-hmm. and one point seven eight million in funding toward military families. Excellent.
0: Yeah, excellent. So, yeah. Um, again, mental health affects everybody, all walks of life, all races, all sexes, and everything. Even if it doesn't affect you, it affects someone that you know and love. Mm-hmm. So, please let's just destigmatize it don't make it such a big deal don't make it such a nasty word it is not ugh, it's it, it's not something to cringe from it's not something to not talk about at the dinner table it is something to get open and honest and have good conversations about if you're having a shit day have a shit day but if it, the shit days continue talk to someone okay. all right oh i think it's the, the puppy has decided that it is the podcast is done podcast is she's done. had enough <laughs> Uh, um all right i would just like to thank my good friend emily for being here and listening to me go on and on and (laughs) stare and stare at the people out there in the world that aren't actually paying attention to me uh emily any parting shots do you want to give us any of your wisdom
2: i don't have any
0: wisdom i think you gave us enough wisdom today
2: just it was pretty good i don't know drink your starbucks my god starbucks does not fix everything you crazy woman yes it does uh, it can fix a lot <clears throat> okay yeah, i guess it can stupid.
0: ouch wow um eric my loving husband seeing as i'm not getting any other love from this table uh any parting shots no okay thank Just god take care of yourself and the people that are around you except terry ouch Fuck. <laughs> i know both of you. I'm
2: sorry.
0: I... I'm sorry. I said, take care of yourself. Uh, you <laughs> agreed with her mentally. I, I saw the eye. Uh-huh, <laughs> when she said it, whatever. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to finish off that cake now. Cause that's where you've <laughs> led me down yeah, this path. Right here. Um, once again, thank you all for listening to my ramblings. If you are experiencing, um, any kind of mental health, issues or problems or anything by all means if you have any questions concerns or stuff like that shout out at me i i've dealt with a lot in my life um and i have helped fix emily many times
2: <laughs>
0: <True that. laughs> Relatively normal. Now. Uh, yeah, exactly right look at her she's not all <laughs> fucked up um but honestly if you've got any issues and I, I, there's going to be uh, those people in social media that I, i've actually talked to and we have bonded a lot um i've never met them in person but we have talked about our mental health issues and so i know everything about their lives but i, I don't know uh, apparently i'm an easy guy to talk to and i uh sm- lay that smack down on solid life advice it's just really bad why you're gay yoda baby? i am gay yoda it's true um with that i think we're gonna send off a shout out and yeah gonna get out of here so uh yeah. Bye. Bye. Cheers, sluts. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Gay Agenda. Don't forget you can follow us all on the tweets, the instas, and on the Facebooks at TheGayAgendaYYC. If you like what we had to say, please like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, all that fun jazz. Thanks for listening, kids. Bye. Bye. Love and light, bitches.